Evening, police are now treating the Loafer Lodge fire as arson. They say they have identified persons of interest. There are now questions also about why it is that old low-rise buildings like that one aren't required to have sprinklers. And with us now is Wellington City Councillor Ray Chung. Hey, Ray. Hey, Heather. How are you going? I'm very well, thank you. Are you going to push for a stronger code so buildings like this are forced to have sprinklers? Absolutely. The problem that we have as a council is that the um, all the sprinklers or the requirement for, spr- for sprinklers comes under the government. And so it comes under the building code or the building act. And so what they do is they need to put that into the act so that they pass it on to councils to actually to uh, comply with. But my feeling is that there's there's been a lot of a lot of comment on this, obviously, but there's a lot of um, um, I don't know. People were trying to sort of lead us down different paths about um, what should actually happen and and what we're doing or what we're doing as a council and the things that we're being um, irresponsible about and the things that we should actually do. So it's I, I think we need to go back and we need to say, okay, what do we actually need to do with these buildings? What's the cost rate of retrofitting retrofitting a building like this with sprinklers? That sort of building, it would, I don't think it'd be particularly expensive. It could be, it could be in the range of a million to two million dollars. Um, but, but I think that for a building like that, it can be done. The, the bigger problems, I think, are, are when you get even larger buildings. You know, um, you know, sometimes it won't be, it won't be possible to actually do them. It won't be practical to do them. But there are other ways of actually fixing this. And so, if the building act. Uh, if they change the building act or the building code to say um, you must have um, fire extinguishing um, systems into the building, then the then councils and building owners can have a have a choice of what they do and how they actually do it. Like if you say, you know, say you say we've got like I've been down to the Central Park flats in Wellington and the the Barclay Dallard flats, and so they're they're quite high buildings, and so. Yeah, to refit one of those would be very, very expensive, and it may not even be possible to do it mm. um, because, of course, you've got to run a lot of water up throughout the whole building on every floor. But another way of doing it is that they could actually put CO2 systems into um, the, the rooms or the floors that are hard to get to so that in the event of um, a lot of a lot of heat, whether you have um, sensors in there, if it detects a fire going on in that room or that that hallway or anywhere, then the CO2 systems come in. So that way you don't need, you, you can have canisters, you don't need to have pipes um, pipe through the building. All right. Hey, Ray, thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Ray Chung, Wellington City Councillor. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.